Air on. Power on. From the studios of Hot Talk 99.5 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk. Presented by the Little River Chamber of Commerce. Find your treasure in Little River. By Shops on Main, the best place to shop in North Myrtle Beach. By Advanced Auto Parts, where your parts are waiting for you. By the Racing Brotherhood, helping racers in their time of need. Now, here's the pit crew. Hey, good afternoon, race fans, hot rodders, cruising the beachers. Man, we had a good time last weekend. In the pits, powered by Racing Jump, Rick Roberts on the board. Krista Nicole Hello. sitting over here. I can't see her face, but she looks like a monitor. Michael Neff. Thanks. Hello. And Mr. Alan Liebman. Al got rid of his monitor from last week. My, I can see what? him again. Your monitor that we had up here last week, no, where I couldn't see you. that was your monitor that was located further yeah, I couldn't see you at all I last know. week. This is nice. Hold okay, on. Rick, we're Rick's here adjusting the volume. technical <laughs> difficulties tweaking. beyond our control. Tweaking and tweaking. Oh, it's, it's I'm, Mike's. Because I'm projecting. It's, it's Mike's it's mic. Mike. Okay. I project as I often do. Mr. Mike. What show was that from? Holy that was Mr. Microphone. Mr. Microphone. Hey, yes. babe, I'll be back to see you in an hour. <laughs> Jeez, One of the worst so commercials Rick, did you ever have a Mr. Television. Microphone growing up? I did not. Oh, oh, you liar. No, I did not. I Actually, I'm going to be really honest to hear. Never thought for one second that I would ever be a broadcaster. We never said so you were. You didn't wake up one day really? and say, I want to be just like Dick Clark? No. <laughs> did you? Don Imus? Did you? Howard Stern? Uh, pff, Howard who? <laughs> Howard here's a I, who. I, I have no Howard desire to be Howard Stern. But I did want to be Ace Cosby. Who was the overnight guy on ninety four seven in Indianapolis, the same station that Bob and Tom started on? Well, without any rehearsal of this particular particular radio show, we're bringing a very special guest on at three o'clock. That'll be our next hour for you guys listening on Saturday. It'll be at one o'clock. We're bringing on Bill Stevens. Now, if you don't know who Bill Stevens is, first Google. of all, you don't watch <laughs> Meekum. Right. You haven't watched Drag Racing. The guy started out, Rick, by doing overnight stuff in bits for a radio station in Boston 14 eons ago. Wow, big market to do overnights. Yeah, and he was doing little pieces all along that New England area up there and then would force himself into stations. As a matter of fact, he had a go with one of the radio station programmers over a particular song, <coughs> so he locked himself in the studio and played the song for 45 hours straight. <laughs> you know, I have heard of that. Are, are you those sure are that wasn't on purpose? I mean, those are radio he hijinks. He did it on purpose. Uh, he blocked himself in the studio. But I, I'm, I'm saying something that might have had to have been done at the station level. Because I know that happened in Florida when I lived in Fort Myers back in the early 80s. This guy got on and went on some rant about, you know, the station wasn't listening to him, blah, blah, blah. He was just taking over, and he started playing the same song over and over again. Well, it turned out the station had to do a major maintenance on one of their towers, and they needed to be off air for like three hours or something. 
And so they made it sound like this guy went off the rails and they booted him in order to do that when it was actually they had to go off the air, but they made it a, a publicity stunt out of You know, inquiring minds <laughs> I think want to know. We'll so, have I mean, to ask him. We'll, what that's ask crazy. Him. I think after the show, I'm going to barricade myself in here for 36 hours. I do, would love to see you try. And do what? I have no idea. All I'm of just the going radio. to barricade myself in here. I mean, this, I don't, you know. Me and Dave Priest. Even, I'll be on a show tomorrow with Dave Priest. This isn't even a qualified bomb shelter. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Jeez. I'll, I'll tell you. Maybe I did, after the overhaul. I got to thank, thank those guys uh, on the morning show the Speaking other day. Speaking of bomb shelters. Yeah. Uh, Joe and, and Dave and uh, Ruthie, I believe it is, uh, the, the young lady from Britain. Um we came in to talk about the uh, South Carolina bar and venue crisis. Had a great conversation in here. I got to see how those guys work uh, between themselves. So it's a pretty interesting little gig they've got going much, there in the Much morning. different than the way we work between ourselves. Well, no, act- actually, we have a lot more levity, okay? We have a lot more personality. Spunk. Spunk. They're sitting there reading the news trying to make it interesting. Okay. Now, could you imagine working for CNN, Michael, where you got to sit there and take? No. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> no. that for twenty-four? I can't. I can't. I, can't I, I cannot ever imagine working for the crappy news network. No. This is Bull Switzer with breaking news. You know, everything's breaking. You know, I I, I don't yeah, get I, it. I mean, it's all BS. And all they're doing now is exchanging B rolls between the stations. Here's the Navy military going to the Middle East. That's the same picture they used before World War II. I'd rather have the egg roll than the B-roll. Here, here's the... Oh, there you go. Don't talk here's, about food, man. I'm hungry. Here's the military losing a jet somewhere in South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk about last weekend where we were. You forgot already, Larry? No, we were around a corner. That's correct. Uh, over here, cruising down the beach. A, down Two the minutes away. Piece. Me, right. you, and, uh, and Mr. Mike. Down That's the right. pike piece. Rod, yeah. Rodney and Larry. Oh, my God. Surfboard man. Productions. Great event. Guy's got it going on. I like what he said when I left and when I said, when, we, when I spent a lot of time with him, I'm never going to charge a spectator to come to my shows. That was his last words to me as well. Yep. And I'll be frank with you, it was a great crowd. It was. It, it was, was more, it's more intimate than other big shows here because the cars are in such a tight arena. Yeah. There's not that much room there. But you know what I noticed, and of course I haven't had a chance to uh, walk around the other show for the last couple of years, been too busy. I noticed some really cool cars that I've never seen before. Like that guy that had that 30-something or other Cadillac. Oh, that 31 Cadillac was yeah. unbelievable. Smackle. So I gave you the story on a Caddy. All comes, right. Comes from Spartanburg. Okay. Um, I think they purchased the car. From my Ooh, Uncle fif- Lou. 15 <laughs> years ago, it was a basket case. Really? Uh, they sent it to the Hot Rod Garage in Maryland. Okay, okay. Um, know those guys. After uh, six digits, which is normal, um, the thing was done. I can't tell you how many 31s, 30s, 32 caddies I've ever seen. And I've seen I, a lot of cars. I, I'll be honest with you. I had my dad's business partner was the head of the Packard Club. And they were in the LaSalle's, Packard's, yep. Duesenberg's, and uh, Cadillac's. And he had one very similar to that. It was a Labonte car. It was yep. built by Labonte. And it was built in Fleetwood, Pennsylvania. And it had a Landau top in the front so that the chauffeur was in the open. Right. had the little yeah. thing where he could sit there and talk, talk through the megaphone. Yep. Yep. And uh, they restored this car, Mint Perfect 1 AACA, yep. 10 years later. But 
you wonder when you look at something like that. The genius was there, but also there was a lot of money in that car. Back then, a lot of money. And that's why, that's why that car failed was it came – Duesenberg failed because it came into the marketplace right as the, re, as the depression, depression hit. Yes. Yep. You know? You know what was unique about that car? Did you notice something that was very unique that you see in those Small style? block Chevy? No, besides that. No LS. Um, Coilovers? No, Coilovers, that's true, too. Yeah, exactly. Leather interior, real leather. Uh, it had a little side door on the passenger side, all the way at the bottom by the running board. Yep. Oh, I know dog? what that door is for. For the dog. For the dog? No, for golf clubs. Yeah, because the golf clubs were hanging out of it. Golf clubs. Yeah, oh, I so didn't see they that. had a they had a set there, but yeah. that's where they were made for. It's very funny because I swear. I, I hold on. I noticed it on a thirty-two Lincoln. So you look at a thirty-two Lincoln. You look at a thirty-two Ford. It's half the size. You need two thirty-two Fords to equal a thirty-two Lincoln. Right. That's how big they it, are. It, yeah. It, it's, it's and they had those doors. It, it is a testimonial to how classy cars were. I mean, at the same time, they were building those big Landau cars here. Right. Okay. Bugatti and all those cars. Delahays. Delahays. All, all those things. Yeah. Yes. Yep. You, you know, it's just the thing I like, and I swear, I, you know, we joke in my family about my uncle Luke Romaldi, who was in the banking business back in the thirties, forties, and fifties. It had a cigar holder yes. in the cigarette tray, and I'm thinking, and that's this the had original to be Uncle Luke. That's the original one. Yeah, no reproductions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty neat car. Those guys, uh, that would have got my best to show. But, and that's that's one of the things that I keep harping on is I would love to see cars like that now. Build a car that's like a Duesenberg or like that old Cadillac with a the modern technology underneath it, like they had. You know, where well, you have, you know, the huge headlights and the exhaust coming out of the hood and all that, but you've got fuel-injected computer programs, GPS, all that kind of stuff in it. So it was very unique because if you go to the Nats in, in Louisville, I've never seen so many Packards, Caddies, Lincolns with all modern drivetrain, Yeah, you know, couple LSs, Ford, Chevy Motors. These guys drive these things down the highway all year long. Exactly. But the question is, do you have a garage big enough to put it in? Sure. And that was where I've, I mean, I argued with, with Ray Everham about it. He's like, you can't sell 100,000. I'm like, I don't want to sell 100,000 of them. I want to sell 100 of them for a well, million dollars a piece. You know, the, the coach shops, the coach shops back in those days yeah. could afford to sit there and just do that custom work because much like – the hot rod shops here that build the, you know, the grade eight and all yeah, those cars, cars. Yep. You know, it's it's the same profile of the buyer yep. doing the right. same thing, just modernized as to what these guys were doing as factory new cars. You know, I, I, I right. Could, I could tell you if you find a basket case like that, um, probably once you get out of the shop right now with interior the whole nine yards, you're gonna you're probably about seven s- figures. Yeah, you're about no. You're you're around. Uh, I would say three fifty to no three fifty. Three fifty is cheap. It's going to be around five five to six. I'll tell you a quick story. I had a friend of mine had a restoration shop up in Virginia, and it was near Middleburg, which was where most of the wealth was. And he wound up bringing in Liz Taylor's Corniche. Okay, she had ripped one of the seats, and the burl on the dash had cracked. Okay. So I just so happened to be in there writing an estimate on another car that was wrecked. 
At the time, the factory-authorized interior rep came in from London. He had suitcases in his rental vehicle, and he went and took some numbers off the dash on this car, went out there, knowing exactly what car it was, and pulled out the same exact skins, the Connolly hides, and the same exact wood. And I'm like, how did you get a perfect match? He says, we have five sets of these in the factory just waiting. Now, this was in the 70s, but still, they restored that car. You'd have never known it was damaged. Right. No telling. I don't even know what he charged, okay? Of course, Liz Taylor didn't really care. Yeah, I promise you Liz didn't care. It was yellow with a beige interior and a white top. It was just a gorgeous car. It's amazing how many shops that will, can work on that particular type of car, like the ones we saw, the Caddies and stuff like that, the Delahays. Um, what comes to mind is a shop in Jersey called Stone Barn. It doesn't ring a bell to a lot of people, but you literally can drive by this place. That's where Ralph Lauren brings his cars, and when the restorations are done, they're probably three, four, five million dollars when they're done. I got a buddy of mine that was in D.C. who left D.C., left Ferrari of Washington, and took a bevy of his customers and opened up a shop in Dulles, and then went down to Savannah, Georgia, and took that same bevy so that he could be closer to Amelia Island and Daytona uh, and yep. Florida. And he's got Hilfiger's cars and all. I mean, you know, cars that Tommy, when he wants the car or did want the car, he would just call my friend Arnie and say, okay, I need this car shipped here. And they would actually just ship the car, you know. And it was, I mean, this, by the way, Rick, is what I'm going to do when I hit the almost $2 billion in the lottery. I'm going car shopping first. What are you going to buy? Anything that I want. The first <laughs> thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go buy a, 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 a Bugatti Veyron, and then I'm buying a Koenigsegg. I'm going to buy all those really rare, and I'm going to buy a black with a saddle color interior, 84 LP400S Lamborghini Countach, and an LPS Mura. Sounds like you got it all planned out. I, I, I've been doing this all my life. And, and even and, and you still don't and, have any of those And cars. sadly, that'll, I be, have yeah, every, that'll like be the Krista end of the playing. billion dollars he just won. Wait a minute. I have every <laughs> single one of those cars in, in, 20, a model form. in 24 <laughs> scale. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think you have them over your bed and replace no, it with Bo Derek poster. No, 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 no. That, that by the way, it was it was Sophia Loren, buddy. You mean with <laughs> Dudley Moore chasing her? Yes. Yeah. Sophia Loren and Jane hey. Mansfield. <laughs> Sophia Loren, that's giving his age away, is it? In well, black and white. Let me tell you, <laughs> no, with, with no. Jane Mansfield. If she came knocking on my door today, I'd be. <laughs> it was Betty Rubble. <laughs> Betty Rubble. <laughs> I liked Wilma a lot better. So, just. Get, getting quickly back to the... Uh, quickly, because he's Mr. Signal that Mr. Brake needs a break. High-dollar restoration shops. There's a shop in Florida called Salt Works. Yep. If you're a concourse interior guy who can do interiors and cars, let alone a metalwork guy, you can make $150,000 a year. Yeah. Oh. There's a shop up in uh, Pennsylvania right off the turnpike near Route 1 near... Valley Forge, and it sits up on the hill, and I'll figure it out before we're off this show. And if you've got a car and it's got any type of paint, blemish, or what have you, you take the car to them. Matter of fact, he's the authorized GTR Nismo paint shop in the country. If, the, if you wreck your Nismo GTR, 
they take you right back to Philadelphia. In the pits, powered by Racing Junk, we'll be right back. Another cracked windshield? That's two this year. Don't stress, it happens. Just call Showtime Glass. They fixed my glass perfectly. Plus, gave me free wipers, tint, a $30 certificate to the lobster house, and offered me 15 seconds in their cash machine. I grabbed a fistful of cash. A money machine? Yep, anyone with a registered car windshield repair gets a free chance at $500 in their money machine for posting their experience at Showtime on Facebook Live. I'm there, what's the name? Showtime Glass. They accept all insurance companies, use OEM quality windshields, and have amazing technicians. And it's a blast. They have games and arcades, more family fun than most anywhere these days. It's clean and safe. We checked it out. Drive safe and cash in on the Showtime Glass Money Machine today. Call Showtime Glass at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Online at showtimeglass.us. Showtimeglass.us. Stay connected with Ori Electric Cooperative on any device 24-7. With a cell phone number listed on your account, you can receive important text alerts about holiday closings or storm-related information. You will be automatically enrolled in Ori Electric's outage text program, My Outage, to report power outages and request status updates. Once enrolled, if you experience an outage, text the word OUT to 1-844-369-2767. Have an email address listed on your account, and we'll send you the current word monthly newsletter, program promotions, and important announcements to keep you in the loop. To add or update your contact information, email service at orielectric.com or call 843-369-2211. We're throwing in a bonus. Any member who has a cell phone number and email address listed on their account will be automatically entered into a prize drawing for a chance to win one of five $50 electric bill credits. We are Ori Electric Cooperative, your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Ori Electric Cooperative Incorporated is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Now, if you're selling your home and you don't have a real estate agent with a proven system for attracting buyers and marketing budget to back it up, well, it can take a lot longer than you think to get the right offer to sell your home. That's why I only recommend one real estate agent right here in town. I'm talking about Blake Sloan of Sloan Realty Group. Now, he services the entire Myrtle Beach area, attracts hundreds of buyers every week, and sells a home on average every 24 hours. Now, his marketing is on a whole different level. He not only has the options to get your home sold on time with cash, he brings you options and marketing that other agents don't offer. Now, for decades, he has helped thousands of families just like yours consistently turn challenging situations into five-star reviews, get the option that is right for you and the marketing plan that will make it happen. Call Blake Sloan today at 808-SOLD. That's 808-SOLD or online at blakesloan.com. That's blakesloan.com. And you can start packing. Speaking about a bunch of hot rodders, there you go. ZZ Top. I've seen Cadzilla. I've seen the 34-3 window coupe. I'm sure you have as well. I saw an article on Facebook this week with Cadzilla. And they, they, the, the way the article was written was trying to make it sound like that was what all 
was a 54 Cadillac, 53 Cadillac. It was like a 49. Uh, whatever. I, I thought it was trying to say it was 50-something. But anyway, they're trying to make it sound like all that's what all Cadillacs from that era looked like. And it's like, no. You know, there were some guys up in Jersey, up in your area, that were buying Cadillacs and making sleds out of them. That that vintage of 45 to like 55, 6 beer ritzes and all that. And I cannot remember the one guy, but he was well known for you having You mean his Superfly looking cars? Yeah. Les Dunham. Dunham that, Custom Coach, that, Boot, New him. Jersey. That's him. Yep. I mean, he was building some BA cars. Yeah. Buddy. He was the king of the Superfly but, cars. But these guys were acting, this article acted like that was where they all rolled off the, the assembly line in Detroit. I'm like, no. No. I mean, I was in Boyd's shop. In 1989, when this young kid was in their metal stretch and those quarter panels, okay? And I asked, how much of the original car is there? He says, we've extended the back of it from the wheel hub back 12 inches, stretched it and dropped it and cut it and shaved it. Chip foos, okay? And I'm sitting there looking at this car like, oh, my God, how many hundreds of hours did he have with a hammer and a wheel? Oh, yeah. Because those guys are real bodymen, Okay. Anyway, you need to look up yep. the Shark Attack, the one that uh, George Barris designed, Jerry Kind, myself, and one other individual made put this car together. 36-gram four-door made into a two-door Roadster with Duval windshields, one front and one in the back. Oh, nice. No English wheel, all done by him. Did you say a gram? Gram, gram. yep. Yeah, interesting That's car. what... Uh, they have one of those out at, Co- at Coastal Speed right now. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's that's there. A, I was yeah, just that's, there. that's uh, 34 maybe. I, yeah. I met the guy. Yeah. I told him a very funny story. I said I was looking for headlights. Hey, got to thank got to thank those guys for stopping over on uh, Saturday and spending the day with us. Yeah, man. Even yeah. gave me a shirt. I was happy. You got a shirt? I got a red shirt so I can wear it on Friday to remember everyone deployed. Well, that's nice. Jeez. And I gave some woman my Ricky's um tavern shirt up in the little river but anyway yeah because you felt guilty of, about she claimed you had, you had promised her a t-shirt and yeah. some tickets and i don't yeah. know what in the world she was talking about she had the wrong wrong good looking guy the wrong italian uh shirley <laughs> yeah how are you i'm doing wonderful how are you did did we not run into a bunch of people at that show that were from up in the maryland area Absolutely, that we did. Cool. That's a hot spot up there. Well, they were from either yeah. Frederick or Prince Frederick. It was weird. <clears throat> or from yep. down there, of course. But uh, had a grand time at that show. That show, it was tight and right. Those cars were stacked and packed in there. But, boy, there were some super fine cars. Yeah, it was a great show. It really was. But we digress. We're not looking backwards at the moment because we have Shirley from Showtime Glass. And we're going to look forward. So as we do this each week, and I had a guy actually come up to me on Saturday and said, how rigged is that Showtimes with Shirley guessing game? <laughs> Very. I said, there is, yeah, I said, there is no rig. This is off the cuff, out of your brain, into your mouth, and spit it out. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Although Nobody I, knows but me how many are there. Right. Exactly. Hermetically sealed by the firm of uh, uh, Price Waterhouse. Shirley, delete under, all the text messages I sent you. Under, under Funkin' Wagnall's it. front porch. <laughs> it's exactly. sealed by shut your mouth. <laughs> so I was telling people, like, do you work for Racing Duck? No, I'm just a highly well-paid spokesperson. Um, anyway, so Rick, we'll let you go first. 
Uh, 11. I think you picked 11 last week. Uh, hey, eventually like it's got right. to come up. Okay. Double ones. <laughs> Krista? 15. Uh-oh, you, got, you look like you got knowledge. No, that that's just the monster have. I drank earlier. Oh, there you go. <laughs> she's, she's got the twitchy eye. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm going nuts over here. <laughs> Michael? I'll take 14. Michael Nuck with 14. In honor of Anthony Alan? Joseph Foyt. 11. Sorry, take Rick it. already took 11. 11 and a half. Oh, oh now. Do the no, I'll, go with, I'll go with 12. up to you, Lair. Do you go 13 or you go 16? You 10. Win the call. Ooh, 10. look at him Down doing lower. the undercut. 10, 10. Doing the undercut. Okay. Shirley, let's make us all oh. look stupid. <laughs> 16 this week, guys. Boom. Oh, look stupid. I thought Krista was going well, to draw it, but close she, she did <laughs> Oh, that monster got me today. <laughs> Closest without going yeah. over. Man, 16 wow. car shows in a week. It's very difficult to explain to out-of-towners. No, 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 no. Car events. Events. Whatever. Uh, it's very oh, difficult. Oh, oh, oh. And they won't be at the Pauly's Island Thursday Night Thunder. That's correct. We ran, out of, we ran out of daylight. Uh, no, because apparently we've gone from the too hot to too cold to, to no daylight. <laughs> so This weather's yeah. bipolar. Yeah. The, 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 the Thursday Thunder thing. Pulled off a grand total well, of like seven this, shows. Let me say this about well, I that. I had 17, but I had to take Al off. Doctor. Well, you know, Shirley, you recall up in the metro area that at the particular point in time of this time of the year when it got dark early, you wouldn't find hot rodders out at dusk because they were too afraid they were going to get bugs on the chrome. Or hit a deer. Well, or hit a deer. That's yeah. the way it is down here, too, man. You want to be home before it's dark. You don't want bugs flying up all over your car. My dad would have been proud of you. It's a car. No, it ain't a car. It's Drive it. It ain't a car. Exactly. You clean that sucker up. It's Drive a it. car. Drive, Drive it. it. Drive it. Oh, by the way, should we announce on this uh, internationally well-known radio show that the famed uh, Mr. Liebman's car, only in need of paint, is currently for sale? No, he said it was only for sale during cruising the beach. Oh, my God. It's for sale anytime that somebody wants to give me what I want for it. Well, there is that. Only for sale during cruising the That's beach. what he said. He said it was only available this past week. That's a reach at the beach. Any, anyway, surely. I did have a couple of offers. He had some offers. He told him, I'll give you a wheel. He's like, you can have the taillights for that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> go, home and water, go home and water your wallet. Exactly. You can have a taillight? My God. Water your wallet. Shirley, you can tell we're a little cranked up today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'm I'm looking forward to the 31st. It's on a Tuesday where I'm going to have a dress-up down here. TGI Fridays is giving away um, oh. two meals for the best-dressed costumes. And, hey, we're ready to roll down I here. I can come okay. looking like Ricardo Montalban. I have that whole set. <laughs> you can come as a radio no. jockey. How's that? Barney Rubble. No, I'm not yeah. Barney Rubble. <laughs> yeah, you are. Barney That's a little uh, blonde. Here, me, me, and Rick could Hold go. On. Me on. and Rick could go as Fred and Barney. No. There's a- hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, Fred! Hey, Fred! Barney Rubble, what hey, an hey. actor! Hey, Fred! Uh, hey, Fred! Where's the way? What are you doing, Fred? My favorite is uh, Yogi and Boo Boo. 
Uh, hey, boo-boo. Oh, I liked Bam Bam. Yeah, well, Bam, yeah, Bam, Bam fits. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. You did have well, some complicated it, lines. It, <laughs> but it ought to be fun. I think it ought to be a blast. I'm looking oh, forward to it. we got to put that word out there. I'll go to that, that one. That's why, that's why I announced it. Well, you got to come down here, Chris. I, I will. The boys, you won't be able to play that day, and you come down here and play with me. I'll be there. I will. Dress up. Dress up, girl. I will. Might win a so, wait dinner. a minute. What, does that mean they hand out the awards at like 3 o'clock because it started to get dark? No. Maybe 4. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what time they're going to do it. 4.35 o'clock probably. Whatever. I'm sure you don't have to eat there. Eat here that night. You don't want wait to. Wait, 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 wait. Oh let's, let, let, let's, is there fine print involved in this? I mean, who is? <laughs> no. Do you have no, to sign any documents? To the to see. I talked to the manager, um, Ethan, and he he said, yeah, he could do that. He could, uh, I'm going to let him even pick the costumes. They have the best costumes. Of course, me and Florida are excluded, but uh, we already got our costume ready. So. I yeah, can't I, wait. I, you know what? I, you know what I see Floyd and Shirley dressing up as? Raggedy Ann what? and Andy. <laughs> I don't need to dress up for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Shirley, I have to say, right here in front of our audience, I really like your new poo and a do. Seriously, I didn't even recognize oh. you for a minute. Oh, well, thank you. I, I get a lot of compliments on that. I, I like it. I think it um, makes me look younger. That it, that, it, that it might, yep. I think we still need to get a little color in there, a little orange, a little purple, no, a little I something. No, I think she did fine. Anyway, Shirley, we're going to let you rip here. Uh, we have, All he, right, let me rip before Rick calls you for a, 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 a break. Yeah. Time for a break. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Sunday, October 15th, it's Cheesesteak Factory. It's Surfside, 12 to 3 p.m. Also Sunday, we have American Steak and Oyster Bar Cruise in, and that's in Merle's Inn at Inlet, 11 to 2 p.m. Also, the last one for Sunday is Smithfield's Chicken and Barbecue Cruise in in Chalote. That's 3.30 to 6.30 p.m. Tuesday, October 17th, we have Danny's Pizza Cruise in and Merle's Inlet at 4 p.m. Also, Tuesday is TGI Fridays at Gator Hole Plaza in North Myrtle. We're going to do that at 3 p.m. Um, Tuesday, October 17th to Saturday, October 21st, is the 8th Annual Mopars at the Beach. Saturday show at Myrtle Ways uh, Water Park and Myrtle Beach, and that's a $30 entry fee. Tuesday, they're starting off with the meet and greet at Tavern Inn and Surfside from 4 to 8 p.m. Wednesday, October the 18th, is Wheels by the Sea, Advanced Auto. That's Southport Crossing, and that's 4 to 6 p.m. And that there's a costume dress-up uh, for their final one for the year. Um, also, Wednesday is Portside at Grand Dunes Cruise Inn in uh, Myrtle Beach, and that's 12 to 2 p.m. Thursday, October 19th, is the Beaver Bar Cruise Inn in Merle's Inlet, uh, 5 to 8 p.m. Also, um, in Friday, October 20th, is Berkey's Cruise Inn in Myrtle Beach from 4 to 8 p.m. We're having Friday, 88 Vape Store Cruise Inn at 1600 Church Street in Conway, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. 
Also Friday is Cape Fear Cruisers Cruise In, Advanced Auto in Southport, 4 to 6 p.m. Um, Saturday, October 21st is Player One Up Cruise In in Merle's Inlet. That's from 11 to 2 p.m. And Saturday, again, is the 44th Annual Loris Ball Golf Car and Truck Show. Uh, you enter at Bell Street in Loris. Registration fee is $25. And you must be parked and inside the festival area no later than 9.30 a.m. because they're getting ready for their parade. Also, Saturday is a fun warehouse cruise in at Myrtle Beach. That's 11 to 2 p.m. And the last one is Saturday, October 21st, Mark Seafood Cruise Inn in Whiteville, 11 to 3 p.m. And there you have it. Well, good deal. Now, I think what we need to do is put the word out there that every single entity that hosts a car show during the calendar year needs to all do it on one day. You know what I'm saying? We'll just pick a day, not let anybody know that there's a hundred car events on that day and see how many cars show up. Because I was told last Saturday over at the bathhouse or whatever that's called. Bathhouse. Yeah, the boathouse. Boathouse. Bathhouse. Bathhouse. Larry. Oh, my goodness. No, I wasn't going to give them a plug, okay? Uh, I did that on purpose. (laughs) There was 80 cars there, and then there was another event that had, like, close to 100 cars. Yeah, but you know what's coming this weekend? The clean... Exposition. Oh, yeah, that's uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I had that on last Joey week. Joey or whatever his name yes, is. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sam. Sam. Sam Rivera. Yep, yep. Saturday at the uh, Pelican Stadium. A, it's an interesting event. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, I have an appreciation for those cars. So we know where everybody that belongs to the streets is going to be. But anyway. Um, and it's a hot dog eating contest. Mike? Just keep, just keep your eyes open on people that are buying alcohol and make sure you're, you're checking their ideas. You're not going to join the hot dog eating contest, are you? No. I'll do it. Not I ain't me. scared. Oh, my gosh. That's bad for your health, I man. Ate, I ate 20 of them in 40 yeah. minutes in Martinsville. Hey, nothing like those peckers and lips, baby. Excuse me? What's in hot dogs, peckers and lips? I know. I know it depends what brand of hot dogs. Okay, Hebrew National. I was just gonna say, here Hebrew comes out with the Hebrew National stand-up. Does not have those. Okay, a hundred percent beef. Right. And I can vouch for that because uh, so my dad so, worked so, at Hebrew National. Wait a National. minute. Okay, so so there's no peckers, but it's it's lips. it's hoops and lips, hoops and lips. Where are we going to in this radio show? <laughs> I don't. I don't it think you can have hooves in. I, I mean, kosher food. No. I may be mistaken. You're we, eating. But I, I don't believe you can have hooves in kosher food. I think that kind of kills the whole kosher part. Uh, well. Anyway. Meanwhile, back to the deli counter. <laughs> I always thought that'd be a good name for an insurance company. Peckers and Lips? The deli counter? Hebrew National. Oh. <laughs> Hebrew National, yeah. it's like Utica National and all these other companies. Why not Hebrew National? Yeah, we're just nothing oh, but a you're bunch gonna of hot dogs. Oh, you're going to have a hard time with those guys getting that name now. Okay. Anyway, we got to take a break, Shirley. Appreciate you coming on the air with us. Say hello to Floyd and the gang up there at TGI Fridays. In the pits, we are powered by Racing Jump. Got a cracked windshield? 
can't believe this. Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Hi, I'm Rick from Merle's Inlet Seafood. If you're looking for some alternative proteins to chicken, pork, and beef, you really do need to come see us because we have those alternatives and they are so much better for you. We have seven sizes of shrimp from medium to colossal, including three sizes of peeled and deveined and three sizes of fresh local. We pride ourselves on having the very best chemical-free dry scallops delivered three times a week and our oysters are all from cooler waters like Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, and Long Island. Our fresh fish selection is unequaled anywhere. We have numerous species of fresh local fish as well as cod and haddock from New England, halibut from Alaska, salmon from Scotland, and sashimi-grade tuna from Hawaii, all flown in to offer you superb quality. Our famous line of homemade gourmet items will shorten your time in the kitchen and are guaranteed to make your belly smile. All of this and more at Merle's Inlet Seafood in the seafood capital of South Carolina. Stay connected with Ori Electric Cooperative on any device 24-7. With a cell phone number listed on your account, you can receive important text alerts about holiday closings or storm-related information. You will be automatically enrolled in Ori Electric's outage text program, My Outage, to report power outages and request status updates. Once enrolled, if you experience an outage, text the word OUT to 1-844-369-2767. Have an email address listed on your account, and we'll send you the current word monthly newsletter, program promotions, and important announcements to keep you in the loop. To add or update your contact information, email service at orielectric.com or call 843-369-2211. We're throwing in a bonus. Any member who has a cell phone number and email address listed on their account will be automatically entered into a prize drawing for a chance to win one of five $50 electric bill credits. We are Ori Electric Cooperative, your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Ori Electric Cooperative Incorporated is an equal opportunity provider and employer. You know, I keep thinking I've got to sit there and make a note in my car because I've got couple of songs that I'd like to throw into this show, but this is one of my favorite shows right here, man. Easy Rider, 1969. Great movie. Great song. Great group. Anyway, Steppenwolf, ladies and gentlemen. What can I say? In the Pits, powered by Racing Junk. We've got Bill Stevens going to come on the air with us soon. Bill, a veteran broadcaster, TV journalist, writer, author. I mean, I don't know what he hasn't done in the media. Every aspect of racing. And every aspect of racing, You know, yes. we're talking sprint car racing, drag racing, tractor pulls, boat racing. Well, he's also one Meekum. of the uh, one of the stellar guys on the Meekum yep. uh, circuit. So, 
You know, he's uh, – and I was reading an article about the number of cars, and I'm sure he has probably flipped cars since this was written, but he's got Vipers, Cobras, you know. Um, he's got one interesting car I'm going to ask him about. So when we get to that particular point with Bill, we'll, we'll bring him on. Bill uh, – Bill will be coming on, and then we'll get Barbara on. It's amazing how we ran into him last week. Yeah, it was. Great guy. Just a great guy. I hadn't seen him since uh, probably Carlisle. Anyway, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's, always, it's always a thrill. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, and without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on the Hot Rod Hotline, calling us right now, the one and only Bill Stevens. Bill, welcome to the show, buddy. Well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, a a, a brand new experience for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading your bio. I mean, I lost count at like forty-five different stations that you've been on throughout your career. I think. Yeah, I was. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up, but yeah, I kind of <laughs> were you kinda kinda bounced around a little bit. Yeah. No, it's. I, I'll tell you what. Every single one of them is a progression towards stardom. The way I look at it, you know. Well, you know, uh, in all seriousness, I'm one of those few people who has loved every single opportunity that I've had. And, um, uh, I, you know, when I look back over all the different things I've done, uh, it's hard to believe that I've done them, you know, myself. It's like, wait a minute, holy mackerel, I did this, I did that, I did that, I did this. So, yeah, uh, I feel like... Um, uh, I've I've been blessed to be able to you know have all of those uh, opportunities. Well, you know it's interesting because people accuse me of never ever seeing a microphone I didn't fall in love with, and it seems to uh-huh. me that you that I'm walking in your footsteps in the sand here. Um, well, you know what? Um, I started out wanting to be a disc jockey on the radio. That was the one thing I wanted to do more than anything, and I and I had several jobs before. I actually got serious about it. I drove a truck. I made pizza. I drove a taxi. But once I made up my mind that I really wanted to get into radio, um, I just sunk my teeth into it. And I did that for 20 years before the whole idea of getting on television came along. So. Well, that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. the same thing. Before I got into radio, Bill, I was, I mean, I was in my late 20s. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I was 23 when I first got into radio. 26. And, um, yep. And that was, you know, back, this is now going back to the 1970s. Uh, you were considered a late starter if you were in your 20s getting in, into broadcasting because you know, a lot of guys had uh, already kind of made that jump uh, right from high school or college or whatever. So um, late, better late than never, and you know that, that saying. Yeah, seriously. So where did the transition come? Tell our listeners where the transition came from doing the audio side of this, getting in front of a camera, and just be letting the world know how much of a pure gearhead you really are? <laughs> well, um, I, I like I say, I've been in radio for a long time, and I can remember the moment that I mentally made the jump. I was living in Massachusetts, where I'm from, and I had the television on one weekend, and there was the American Sports Cavalcade. That was the series that was produced by Diamond Peace Sports. Mm-hmm. And, and every Saturday or Sunday, they would have an anthology uh, uh, program where they would travel all over. There'd be uh, road racing, drag racing, boat racing, whatever. And uh, I said to my wife at the time, I said, you know, 
that's what I want to do. I want to get into automotive television. And, uh, you know, the, the fates may have been listening to me or the planets suddenly became aligned because it wasn't long after that that I got a call from a friend that said, you know, there's a production company near uh, Boston that's producing a show called Wild About Wheels on the Discovery Channel, and uh, you may want to talk to them. They, you know, may be interested in having somebody with some professional uh, broadcasting experience, and I called them, and they said, yeah, you know what, uh, why don't you come in and we'll talk, and maybe you can do some announcing for us, and and that led to producing, and that led to being on camera, so it was, that was all back in around 1984, and, uh, and, it, and ever since then, uh, the, the opportunities have come along, and I've been quick to jump on them. And then he was doing swamp buggy racing in Naples, Florida. Yeah, and with the Sippy Queen. Do you remember there that? There you go, absolutely. Yeah. That, you know, I'll tell you, I've done some swamp buggy racing with my with my nephew and brother-in-law over towards Apopka, west of Orlando. Um, yep. Rabid, rabid race uh, fans there. I mean, they're it's, nuts, man. It, yeah, there is there is something wrong with those people, but they're fun to watch. Let's put it that way. Especially when they throw the queen into into the pond, into oh, the city, yeah, the city into queen the goes city for a little yes. little dump into the yeah into the water. But you know what? Um, I, I love that. I love that kind of spirit that people like that show because they're not doing it for money. They're not doing it for fame and fortune, uh, you know, and, and, and we've lost a lot of that in other types of motorsports without getting into too many details. I think uh, the commercialization of some of the motorsports of today, uh, it's, it's kind of diluted that, uh, that spiritual drive that uh, people used to have in the old days when they, you know, they just wanted to race and win and compete uh, and 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 prove that they were faster than the other guy and did all the work themselves. They build their cars, build their engines, and and I that that's the kind of thing that's so hard to find these days. Does it amaze you at all that the sport now is as furious and fast and prolific as it always has been? It it's, it seems to me like as old, as long as I keep getting older, it keeps getting better. Well, here's what's happened. Um, as soon as television got involved in motorsports it shifted uh, a lot of what the sports were until they've grown into what they are now television you know i tell people if you're in any kind of a racing series um and and it's, it doesn't have television coverage it's almost like you don't exist and television has made it better from this respect um uh, sponsors now uh, provide race teams with the kind of budgets that allow them to build these these uh, cars, these race cars that have just completely obliterated all of the old records. Uh, it's made the sport safer. Uh, some some people say, well, you know, they brought in money and they ruined the sport and all this other thing. Let me tell you something. You would not see the safety in a lot of these cars that allow drivers to walk away from these just unbelievable accidents because they now have the money to do the kind of R&D and, and the kind of development that, that makes these cars safer. So on a lot of different levels, you're right. Uh, racing has become better, uh, and a lot of that has to go with television, which the sponsors want to get exposure on, and it's the domino theory. One thing just kind of leads into the next. 
You know, Bill, it's Al. It's, it's amazing, you know, when we first met, I guess, back in the mid-'80s. Um, yeah. Like you said, sponsors, they went to TV time and stuff like that. I think there was a Jim Joyce report or something that was out there. Joyce some, Julius. Joyce Julius. Joyce okay. Julius. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting that report, how many seconds your logo was on there, how, you know, where it was positioned and stuff like that. And, you know, that's what – as you just mentioned before, that's what companies want. They want the exposure, yeah. and the TV time will bring it to them. Right, and so many teams have either gained sponsorship or lost sponsorship because of the Joyce Julius report. Yeah. And you know, uh, and you're right. That's exactly what that report provides. If people aren't familiar with it, it's a research company that you know, measures what, what are called impressions mm-hmm. uh, that, that a sponsor gets, either visually or mentions uh, by the announcer. Or, you know, if you've ever seen a top-end interview in drag racing and you've seen the driver just uh, rattle off all of his sponsors, well, there's a reason for that. Obviously, the sponsor loves to hear it, but also Joyce Julius will score that as an impression. And the more you get the happier the sponsor is, and when it's time to renew your deal, uh, it will improve the chances of getting an extension. That's where Mr. Force came into uh, existence. He's the, uh, <laughs> the motor mouth yeah. of, of drag racing. You know, I first, when I mentioned you before, when I first met Bill, I was working for Gary Dencham then, and we became pretty good friends, uh, myself and Bill, we'd see him all at races and stuff like that. He'd always come by our pits. We'd be lucky sometimes to get some TV time because we didn't have a lot of sponsors, because we were yeah. an independent team. And then, you know, when you had a 16-field funding car team, or, field, or excuse me, 16-car field out there, you'd maybe have six or seven major sponsored cars there, and the others were all independents. Yeah. Right. And it's extremely expensive to race in uh, the professional categories in drag racing and, and be competitive. So few independents are able to go out there and uh, and and run head to head with uh, heavily sponsored teams. We've we, you know we've said that for years. Yep. That's not a surprise to anybody. And uh, it, it 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 and you know it's not only drag racing. It's every professional uh, venue of, of racing today. Uh, money is really what fuels the sport, not the fuel in the gas tank. It's interesting because I was chasing money back in the eighties and the nineties for various teams that I either owned or. Or, or worked for, uh, and that went from even super gas teams all the way to top fuel. And yeah. we were competing at that point in time literally with NASCAR. I can remember going to Nationwide Insurance, and I'm a nationwide agent, and saying you need to be involved in motorsports. And they sat there and said, it'll be a cold day in hell whenever you see the Nationwide logo at a racetrack. Well, that happened years later, but it wasn't in drag racing. It was in NASCAR. It was junior. Yeah. It was eighteen million dollars. I was sick. Of course, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting well, time. And yeah, you, and you probably know why, but just in case any of the listeners don't, uh, drag racing does not allow sponsors a protracted amount of time on television. The cars themselves are on the racetrack for, depending on the class, anywhere from four seconds to eight or nine seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, NASCAR, a 500-mile race, your logo is going to be visible for the better part of maybe two, two and a half hours. Exactly. Um, 
And and that's much more attractive to an advertiser. Also, you know, let's be honest. NASCAR has always had better television ratings than drag racing. And, you know, we've talked I've talked about it with people for years. um, And I don't know whether there is an answer to that, because the thing that really it puzzles me is that um, people tend to forget that that racing drag racing is is a truly american sport that was born in this country and and has been around since the 1940s when gi's got out of uh, uh, the service after world war ii and the first thing they did is they came home they built hot rods and that led to racing on the dry lakes and drag strips and you know we see where that's led to nascar was born primarily in the south uh, by you know, and uh, anybody that's familiar with the history will tell you that it was the uh, the moonshiners that built these hot cars to try to mm-hmm. outrun the revenue uh, people from uh, the government, and uh, that grew into uh, the NASCAR that we know today. Um, but somehow NASCAR got a stronger foothold with the imagination of the American people. Uh, some people say it's because of the drivers; they were much more colorful back in the early days of NASCAR. You know, the Fireball Roberts, the Petties, uh, you know, Banjo Matthews, and 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 of course the Arboros, what have you. While drag racing really didn't have personalities per se until John Force came along. Of course, he's the best example you can give, and that that added a little bit more of the human element to the sport. But but NASCAR got a head start on that. You know, I want to shift gears because I spend copious amounts of time because of you guys on the couch on a Saturday, Sunday, or I taped them watching the Meekum auctions. <laughs> I mean, I am just such a fan. We've had John Kernan on the show before, and I call myself the doctor. Of course, he's the professor, okay? Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't hold a candle to the man, quite frankly. It's just fun <laughs> to rib him, you know what I'm saying? But sure. it has just floored me that – Dana Meekum has been in business, and it keeps growing, and the cars just keep getting more and more savvy. And we watch, you literally can tell as a consumer of classic cars and classic car insurance, which is what I do, that the market just shifts. You can watch it shift on Meekum. You know, it's, it's amazing to me. Yeah. Um, what I always like to say is the collector car market is a liquid. It's not a solid. Uh, <laughs> not true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and so uh, a car that's fabulously valuable this year may decline in value by next year only because of these these dynamics that exist within the marketplace itself. What's the it car? What's the car everybody wants to own? What's the car that's kind of like losing favor? Uh, the demographic curve of the collect car market comes into play. People that years ago uh, dreamed of owning a Duesenberg or an Auburn or a pre-war classic, a, a high-end one, that market is beginning to dwindle a little bit, not so much the value of the cars, although we have seen some softening there. But the people who love those cars and remembered those cars and maybe even grew up with them, they're now kind of passing the torch to the younger generation. And that means that newer cars, and I mean not recently new, but you know, cars from the 60s, 70s, muscle cars, what have you, they are, are gaining in value, especially the ones that are rare. You know, uh, the two things that I think really drive the values in the marketplace right now are um, rarity and condition. 
Uh, you, you have people that uh, have fabulously valuable cars that have not even been restored. They're all original. Look at what happened not long ago with the Black Ghost, that 70 Dodge Challenger that was one family owned and was a legend in Detroit because the owner, uh, Godfrey Qualls, was a Detroit policeman. And at night, he used to drag race it on the street. The car sold for about a million dollars. That's a car that sold for about five thousand dollars back in 1970 um and uh you know the next time that car is sold it may not be worth a million because now a lot of that story uh is gone it's not a one-owner car anymore it's a two-owner car we've seen that happen uh, uh numerous times so the point i'm trying to make is that there's no way to predict where the market's going to go uh value condition rarity Things like that uh, is ever shifting, and we see that at the as you've seen on the Mecham auctions yourself. How um, there's no way to know. People ask me at the auction, Bill, what do you think this is going to sell for? I say, you know what? Every auction is different. Every bidder's gallery is different. Uh, the market is changing from day to day. Uh, the crystal ball is always pretty foggy. Hey, Bill, we got to come up on a break here on the FM. Can we sit there and put you on hold, or you got the time to sit there and go through a couple minutes while? On whole, while we do uh, station IDs and things? Well, I've invited Carmen Electra over here, but she hasn't arrived yet. So, uh, well, yeah, me, can... all you got to okay. do when Carmen shows up is click. Hang up. We'll, <laughs> we'll get the point. Thank You'll God tra- Thank okay. God, Taylor Swift isn't there. Yeah, right. In the pits, powered by Racing Junk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, we got, he's telling me I got another minute. Okay, let's go. I'll tell, I, I'll tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick my neck in this, and hopefully we can wrap it up in 60 seconds. I'm looking at your bio of cars, and you, you had have or had a car that i've had as well i had a 3000 mitsubishi gtvr4 car was a screamer i love small cars big motors do you still have that car you know my son bought that car oh, okay I him buy that car yep but i got to drive it he did not have the turbo car okay um so it wasn't that wild and crazy vr4 but i know those cars are a handful and uh, they're hard to find now. Really nice ones. I can't remember the last time I saw a really nice one. And, and that's too bad because, they, yeah, those were the real deal. Well, they're still worth what they stickered for or more, depending upon condition and miles. They're at least worth 30000 bucks. But we're going to yeah. take a quick yeah, break, Bill. Uh, and yep. we'll come right back if you don't mind. Hopefully Carmen doesn't come in. And But if you know we hear lewd and lucidious sounds, we'll know what's going on. In the pits, well, powered okay. by Racing Junk, we'll be right back.
Air on. Power on. From the studios of Hot Talk 99.5 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're in the pits. Powered by Racing Junk. Presented by the Little River Chamber of Commerce. Find your treasure in Little River. By Shops on Main, the best place to shop in North Myrtle Beach. By Advanced Auto Parts, where your parts are waiting for you. By the Racing Brotherhood, helping racers in their time of need. Now, here's the pit crew. Hey, welcome back, race fans, hot rodders, and everybody else out there in listener land. In the pits, powered by Racing Jack, Rick Roberts at the board, Mike Neff in the studio, Chris and Nicole, Big Al Liebman, and I am Larry O. On the phone, on the hot rod hotline, excuse me, Al, uh, is the one and only legendary TV personality, Mr. Bill Stevens. We were talking about cars. Bill, I appreciate you sticking around. Carmen hasn't showed up, I take it. No, but uh, uh, she just texted me. She said she's stuck in traffic. So, <laughs> oh wait, a that's Larry's excuse. Yeah. That's Larry's yeah. excuse. <laughs> yeah, I am not. Yeah. You know, I, I, Bill, I have to tell you that intro that we do with that guy going air on, power on, and that drag racing sounder. That is the late great Johnny Rocca, who was a good friend of ours, yeah. a co-host. If you can remember it, the Iron Horse. Oh sure, yep. yeah, indeed. Yep, great guy. So, Bill, if. You, I, I love throwing out hypothetical questions. If you could pick, if you're going to be stuck calling one type of racing for the rest of your life, what type of racing would you want to be calling? Oh, I think that's easy. I've spent so much time with uh, drag racing, specifically the NHRA. I was with them for 15 years. Um, I actually did some uh, PA announcing for the IHRA for a couple of years. And uh, going way back, I actually worked at New England Dragway when I was just a kid, a teenager. So drag racing has been you know, my choice of motorsports. I love them all, but, yeah, I have a soft spot in my heart for drag racing. Fair enough. What, what, are, what do you think, Larry? I told you drag racing. Well, I've been drag racing since I was 16 I at Atco. I know. You know, I'm, <laughs> I've watched more drag tracks, drag race tracks, go down the tube. I'm, Bill's probably got a couple years on me, maybe. But, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just been a tough couple years for the racing business. Yeah, I know. Tracks. A couple new ones were opening up, at least, at the time being, you know. Yeah. But, Bill, also, uh, ran, I ran into Bill one day. I was at a car show. I was at a World of Wheels show in Massachusetts. And who do I see sitting next to a, God, I hope the color was right, burgundy maybe, burgundy cobra? Was Bill Stevens. So close. That okay. was black, black with white stripes. All that right. was my. That was called my. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that was my uh, continuation Shelby Cobra CSX 4000 car um, that uh, I really loved. It. Uh, 427 side oiler, Weber carburetors, and uh, a genuine Shelby. Not an original Cobra, but a real Shelby Cobra, the yep. ones that he started building again in 1995. It's a great car, a lot of fun, crazy as, as heck if you punch the throttle, and uh, like all Cobras should be. So, yeah, that, that, that was my car at the time. I used to do it. I had the pleasure when I was in D.C., our radio station hosted the chili cook-offs and they told me to go to this event the night before and when i walked in there was carol 
and I did not realize at that point, I'm being stupid, that he was heavily involved in chili cook-offs. Actually, he was a chili cook-off. So we yeah. spent three different years together and then a couple different auto shows, et cetera, et cetera. And people often ask, was he really the way he was portrayed in the, in the movie? So I'll ask you that question before I give you my answer, Bill. I know him very well. Um, in fact, it's so funny because today I've been going through some of my old tapes uh, and I'm uh, converting them from VHS. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, just uh, digitizing it. But I did a show with Carol Shelby. I did several shows, but I did one on the old Speed Vision back in 1999. Mm -hmm. and, and Carol Shelby had one of his CSX-4000 Cobras and one of his Series 1 cars there. And I hosted the show as he auctioned them off for his children's heart fund. Um, and actually, that's how I got to get my CSX-4000 car because... He did give me a friends and family discount, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But um, and I produced two documentaries on his life, which became home videos. And uh, so obviously I, I had spent a lot of time with him. Carol Shelby, uh, people ask, you know, is he the same in person as you see on television and movies? He's very he's unpretentious. Uh, he doesn't put on airs. He doesn't. Uh, try to give you the impression he's somebody that he isn't. And I'll tell you this, he is uh, disarmingly honest. If he doesn't like something or even somebody, uh, he will find a way to let you know that, um, in not in a mean-spirited way, but he always was opinionated and had a lot to say about the automotive industry. He predicted in 1992 right after his heart transplants, when I produced the first documentary about him, he predicted what was going to happen in the automobile industry, and he hit it out of the park because he said, I love the fact that we're beginning to build high-performance cars again. The early 90s, the Viper came along. He was involved in that. Uh, you know, Chevy was in the process of coming out with the ZR1 Corvette, 1990, uh, and, and it looked like, it looked like performance was going to come back to Detroit after a period of uh, pretty boring cars. And he said, the thing I fear the most is the government getting involved and telling us what cars we can buy and what cars we can't. He said, I don't want the government sticking cars up my butt. And that wasn't the word that he used that I don't want to buy. And now we see how the government is beginning to dictate uh, electric cars yep. and hybrid cars and alternative fuel cars. And it's not like they're going to give us a choice. At some point, we're not going to have a choice. Uh, and and he, was, he was right on with that prediction. I mean, literally, the government's going to flip a switch. And I hate to be so, so blasé about that, but the electric switch will... I mean, I have a hybrid Lexus. I love the car. Uh, it's good technology, but when it goes to full electric, man, you know, I'm hoping I'm, I'm in a wheelchair maybe with a motor on it. Well, I'm not sure. But, you know, it was your choice to buy that car. Oh, for sure. And that's, and that's where it gets a little unwieldy is when you lose your choice mm -hmm. to drive what you want and you have to drive what the government says that you have to drive. And uh, and I dread that, too. I mean, I'm, I'm like gasoline forever. In fact, I I posted something on uh, on X, uh, you know, Twitter 
the other day. There was a story about a new electric Lamborghini that's coming out. And I said, dishwashers and toaster ovens plug in, automobiles shouldn't. Uh, and oh boy. I'm, a, I'm a throwback. I'll admit it. And I certainly can understand people that would rather have an electric car, more power to them. If that's what you want, that's what you should have. But I want a car that I can feel, that I can hear. It has a voice. It talks to me. It it communicates with me in all the ways that electric cars don't. And I don't think my opinion is ever going to change about that. You, you know, one of the biggest thrills of my life was when I started drag racing in the mid to late 60s was, yeah, I had a tachometer in my, on, on my steering column. But, you know, you'd leave your wing window open or something like that, and you would just shift by sound. And as I talked yeah. to a lot of the old gassers and stuff like that, they shifted by sound. I mean, it was almost like they could hear the carburetors getting ready to float and then yep. shift, you know. I mean, that is just so, uh, so, so erotic to me because here you are one with the car, as Dale Hart would, would say, and you knew when to shift the car. You knew you knew yeah. that car inside out and backwards, you know? That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. You remember Bob Newberry, the top alcohol? Yes. Oh, uh, yes, for sure. Car. The king, yeah. yes. Never had a tachometer in his car. Wow. Well, hey, Never. Bill, you remember, let's go back to Funny Cars Dragsters up until the early 80s. We had one gauge in a car. It was an oil pressure gauge. Yeah, exactly. I remember and that. And we wanted yeah. to shift. It was a Lenko with a two-speed. So you yeah. shifted when, you know, your ear, your, your eye, when you know the motor was going to the RPM, right RPM level. Now, you could put a monkey yeah, in a car. You put a monkey yeah, in a car. Only, right. <laughs> the only gauge in the electric car is the range indicator yeah. now. Yeah. That's all you really need yeah. to know. That's the truth. I feel very happy about the fact that in my lifetime I've been through two muscle car errors. Back in the 70s. You know, uh, I sat there and just watched when the 74 Mustang came out. I knew that was like death. Um, yeah. And that lasted yeah. until the 90s, you know. I feel bad for yeah. kids in the 80s. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Uh, between 1974 and 1979, there really wasn't a whole lot to get excited about when it came to the Mustang. And then the Fox bodies came in and mm -hmm. the five O's and, uh, you know, uh, Shelby got back into the game in 2007 and on and on and on. So there was, there was a lot uh, to like about what Ford was doing after that, after the doldrums of the mid seventies, that's for sure. Hey Bill, what, what's your take on the LS uh, swap deals out there? Cause everybody wants an LS. It's how hot rodding began. Yep. Engine swaps is really what this, you know, the hobby was built on. And uh, it, it, the thing about the LS is that there, there are many different flavors of it. Uh, you know, guys can start with an LS. They can go cam. They can go heads, intake. Uh, we get a lot of electronic fuel injection now on some of those engines, either OEM or aftermarket. So the opportunity to, to play with those engines is unlimited and they'll go into almost anything uh, you know they're they're so versatile in terms of what you can do with them so um, and I said on the air I don't know how long ago maybe earlier this year at some point I asked the other guys on the on the on the on-camera team I said what do you think has been the most significant advancement when it comes to personalizing and hot rodding uh, cars over say the last 10 to 15 years, and uh, you know, I'm sure everybody has their own opinion, but I say it's the crate engine. 
uh, yeah. completely yes. changed the whole uh, you know rubric of, of building a car, uh, whether it be a show car, race car, uh, re- even restoring a car. Uh, you can get uh, the cray motors that are that are fairly uh, indicative of the classic motors, and you can pretty much stick with that blueprint. So, yeah, LS motors popular, and I think rightly so. I think that was the ignition. Or, or the fuse that started the entire Resto Retro Mod uh, experience, you know, was, hey, just throw yeah. a crate motor in it, you know, and then uh, mm-hmm. we'll put a new yep. suspension brakes on it and everything else, and let's go to California. Okay, you know? Yeah, big part of it, absolutely. Well, Bill, what's on the horizon? I mean, what's up auction-wise next for you guys, and uh, what else have you got your hands into? Okay, well, the next auction I'm looking forward to because that's in Las Vegas. That'll be coming up uh, middle of next month uh, at the Westgate Hotel. Uh, and the whole crew loves go. Of course, you'll love going to Las Vegas. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, and then we'll go to Kansas City. That'll end this year's schedule. That'll be the first week of December. And then the big one, Kissimmee in January. That's the one we'll have between three and 4,000 cars Amazing. and some of the most uh, exceptional automobile collections you've ever seen that's 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 the the big kahuna when it comes to uh, the mecham auctions and personally i've started doing appraisals i've been uh, oh, nice. people have asked me if, yeah if, if i can come and do appraisals on their cars um so that that's I, and i just started doing that recently but i'm already you know booking a month out um doing doing another series uh, RVing in the USA because oh, um, I love RVs. I've got a motor coach and have owned an RV for a long time, and and that that's coming to. Uh, not sure what streaming service might be Hulu, might be Netflix. Not sure. Um, so, yep, always always uh, busy. I, I do some writing for the Mika Magazine, Mika Monthly, which is fun to do, and and every now and then i'll have to jump on an airplane and head to some far flung destination to shoot a feature on a collection coming up i'll be heading up to toronto in a couple of weeks and let's see uh milford new jersey and all over so yep it's um it beats working guys let me tell you <laughs> yeah and and we saw him over at rockingham yeah exactly with, with yep. that pilot they're yeah. working on yep yep Cool. Yeah, pilot exactly. The ADRL may be the centerpiece of a reality series. Nice. That I'll be involved in. So yeah, like I say, with well, the very first question you asked me, I told you the opportunities seem to come along, and and I love every one of them. Yep. Well, Bill, we got to let you rock and roll. We got another break coming, but keep your green flag flying, okay, buddy? Hey, you guys are the best, man. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bill Stevens, ladies and gentlemen, calling in on the Hot Rod Hotline. This is the fastest show on your radio. In the pits, powered by Racing Junk. Another cracked windshield? That's two this year. Don't stress, it happens. Just call Showtime Glass. They fixed my glass perfectly. Plus, gave me free wipers, tint, a $30 certificate to the Lobster House, and offered me 15 seconds in their cash machine. I grabbed a fistful of cash. A money machine? Yep. Anyone with a registered car windshield repair gets a free chance at $500 in their money machine for posting their experience at Showtime on Facebook Live. I'm there. What's the name? Showtime Glass. They accept all insurance companies, use OEM quality windshields, and have amazing technicians. And it's a blast. 
They have games and arcades, more family fun than most anywhere these days. It's clean and safe. We checked it out. Drive safe and cash in on the Showtime Glass Money Machine today. Call Showtime Glass at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Online at showtimeglass.us. Showtimeglass.us. Looking for free live music? The Deck at the House of Blues has free live music every night starting at 7 p.m. Happy hour starts at 6. You'll be blown away by the local talent, dancing, drink specials, and delicious food from the House of Blues restaurant and bar all on the Deck at the House of Blues. This weekend, enjoy the Paul Grimshaw Band Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night live on the Deck at the House of Blues at 7 p.m. Visit houseofblues.com slash Myrtle Beach for more information. Stay connected with Ori Electric Cooperative on any device 24-7. With a cell phone number listed on your account, you can receive important text alerts about holiday closings or storm-related information. You will be automatically enrolled in Ori Electric's outage text program, My Outage, to report power outages and request status updates. Once enrolled, if you experience an outage, text the word OUT to 1-844-369-2767. Have an email address listed on your account, and we'll send you the current word monthly newsletter, program promotions, and important announcements to keep you in the loop. To add or update your contact information, email service at orielectric.com or call 843-369-2211. We're throwing in a bonus. Any member who has a cell phone number and email address listed on their account will be automatically entered into a prize drawing for a chance to win one of five $50 electric bill credits. We are Ori Electric Cooperative, your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Ori Electric Cooperative Incorporated is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Hey, welcome back, Grace fans. In the Pitts Racing Radio, Saturdays, noon to 2, right here. Hot Talk 99.5. And I don't know how we've been dodging the football bullet, but I guess the Chanticleers are playing on Tuesday this week up in Appalachian State, Boone, North Carolina, as I recall. And uh, they're having a uh, year. That's, yeah, they're, that's, that's, that's a good a, way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but you never know. Yeah, you never it's know. Been more of a butt year if I was. You can quote me on that. But they got a new coach. They got a new coach. At you know when you get new coaches, new schemes, you, you know, patience. Yeah, well, it sounds like that's the, what I keep telling myself about the Purdue Boilermakers. Yeah, or the <laughs> yeah. Washington Commander Comanches Redskins. Oh, I well, real. I can tell you right now. Or the Jets. The first person they need to fire from the Commanders is Jack Del Rio. Okay. And then you now get away with Riverboat Ron. He's not riverboat anymore. Well, yeah, he is because he's down he the river. But he doesn't. He doesn't take the chances like he. Used Look, to. the other night, the other night they asked him. I got to be real quick. The reporter said, "What did you say to the guys in the locker room?" You know what he said? I let them talk amongst themselves. Yeah. That's not a coach. Well, not everybody's Vince Lombardi. You know, oh, come on, or, or Bill Belichick, or George Hallis. Yeah, How about our boy Belichick. Yeah, boy, they the got Saints whooped them like a redheaded stepchild. Oh no, that only shows me that obviously he wasn't a great coach. He just had a great quarterback. Mm. Opinions differ. Yeah, I was about to say that yeah. sounded like a lot of differentiating opinions. Yeah, that, that's okay. You know, I don't know. Chuck Knoll, great coach. Yes, absolutely great coach. Man. Joe Gibbs, without saying. 
even a leader amongst men going around in circles now. Is Barbara on the line? Damn. I believe so. Barbara? And I'm all for Bill Belichick, by the way. Okay. Well, I know you're a New Englander. Yeah. How'd that feel this weekend? Listen, you know what? I wore the uniform once upon a time. I will always be a Patriots fan regardless of the whoopings they take. Be okay. That okay. Was, that was a slapping. It happens. Everyone has an off day. Yep. I think everybody here on this uh, in this group right here has always had an off day, too. None of us are perfect. Oh, Gave you something to talk about, though. You're still talking about them. Even though they got their handed to them, still talking about them. See, I'm that's just what excited I like. for next week. It's like a NASCAR, a NASCAR uh, manager once told me, if we do something and it gets on sports, uh, what's the ESPN sports thing? Center. Sports Center. It's a good day. Some Maybe of the kind of news is good. Any, any, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, Barb, how you been? I've been well. How about you? Good, thank you. Very good, thank where, you. Where, where that. in the world were you traveling to? This past week, all over. We yeah. went to Mexico. We went to San Diego. We were we were having a great time. Yeah, it's nice out on the West Coast, the shaky I'll side tell you of what, the country. You know, I could fall in love with San Diego pretty quick, oh, but you know, man. even a fixer upper house over there is you know you're starting at a million dollars. My daughter, one daughter graduated from college and moved out to La Jolla because she was working at El Mirage, and uh, that. Took my other daughter out there and then took her fiance out there. And, you know, I had to go to California a couple of times. Break my heart. I, you know, I don't blame you. Break I don't blame heart. you. It's definitely a nice place to visit. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So we are one race left in the books, right? Yes. We're so excited for this weekend. Pray that no rain comes, just no rain. Well, it's supposed to be 40% chance between uh, 8 and noon. But, uh, you know, that'll keep, the, that'll keep the temperature down. I mean, the temperature's great for horsepower, apparently. It's going to be, like, in the 60s by dark. That's true. That is. It's, it is definitely very nice, if, uh, especially for our driver when it's a little cooler outside. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I was going to go ahead and share a car that you put up on Facebook when you got back yesterday, and I realized it had SOLD on it 17 times, so... Yeah, I have a few more, though. I've okay. got a few more. So what's, what's hot on the lot? We can I've so got bold. an 08 Charger, and it's kind of purple. It's kind of blue. It kind of has one of those wraps on it that kind of changes colors a little bit. Um, it's got 154,000 miles on it. Uh, black leather interior. Really, really sweet little car. Um, Carfax retails at 5280 and I will sell it for 3995 now, does it have that four little letter word underneath the hood, or what? Letters? It does not. Okay. No, I, I definitely would have highlighted that. Yeah, but it's regardless, still a Charger, though. Yeah, no, nice cars. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that seems like a sweet deal. Where where else uh, can you get a car that clean for that kind of money? It's very clean. That's for sure. Yeah, seriously. What else? What else you got there? I've got a. I've got another Volvo S60. That's really nice. I know those are right up your alley, Larry. Yeah, I mean, Charlene asked me the other day about getting rid of the hybrid, and so we looked it up on the Carfax website. We were mm -hmm. both astonished to see it's still worth what we paid for it three years ago. So that one may stick around a while till we find something better. But, uh, you know, uh, this word, Justin, I don't know if you heard this or not, Mr. Liebman is entertaining offers for his car. Which car? The hot rod. The ferry. 
I did not hear that. Well, this just was announced Saturday uh, when I Al was, was amongst. feeling out the water. That yeah, was it. feeling the water. He he was amongst uh, a couple of three or 4,000 of his favorite friends at a hot rod show and put a for sale sign on it. Shirley had a fit about it. Shirley did. I thought Shirley was going to have a conniption. I know. Well, it didn't sell. How come? Because what I'm asking for. Because I mean, he's asking for more and, than you and think. And hold on. There is a, an ask no. for every seat. Yeah. And guess what? Oh, a def- you know what, Al? I couldn't agree with you more. You and are so correct. I did have a couple offers. And one was pretty close. The guy goes, how much room you have? I said, I'm out of wiggle room. This is what, this is what I want. I don't have to sell the car. I've had it for mm-hmm. nine years. If someone else wants a piece of history, a 32 that you can drive anywhere across the country, That's a true. steel car... This is what I want. I it's, don't get I mean, it. I don't have to sell it. It's an it's an epic hot rod. I mean, it is as classic a hot rod as there could be. Three deuces. Uh, what is it? A three twenty seven in it? Three fifty four bolt main. Oh, run three, forever. Okay, there you go. That's right. That's a run forever motor. You know. So well, let me ask you this, Al. We haven't uh, disclosed this yet, but uh, I'll put you on the hot seat here, especially with Barbara. Sure. If in fact the thirty two goes down the road. Well, what do you got a hankering for? Another 32, but I want a sedan this time. I want it to look like what I have. No shiny car. I just want basic hot rod. Sure, I'll beat him in a high boy. No, I can't see him in a high boy. I love high boys, but I I need something with room. Hard to drive. I need something with room. I like a door. I like doors, and I like a roof since I live in South Carolina. Just in case. Yeah, those are kind of necessary for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And you want a steel car? Oh, all steel, no glass. Okay. Car. No, I get it. When you had three thirty-two, the three thirty-twos that roll steel, you don't want a glass car. No, I can I can appreciate that. I mean, you know, you're, I know you're a purist. Okay. I respect. No, you no, want this no. as your everyday driver, Al? No, I mean, I drive it a lot. It's not an everyday. I mean, I could drive it every day. I mean, you know, I've taken I've taken it to customers. I just I drive it a lot. I drive it. You know, I drove it in all weather back home in Jersey. Drove it to Detroit in the wintertime. I'll drive it. If it rains out, I have no problem. It's, it's you just car. appreciated its value, saying it lived in Jersey. No, yeah. that's where it was an original Jersey car. That, that ain't good. <laughs> that? That's not good. Uh, yes, it is. I just got a truck from Jersey, and I can't even tell you the condition. Well, you got to remember, this was it was sold in 1957 to the second owner. Ah. Okay, so, that's different. Yeah. Girl. With all the car people you know, you bought a truck by yourself, and it was northern, and you didn't have anybody look at it? Oh, no, it wasn't just me. It was me and my dad. Okay. What did and, you buy? They, hold on. And they didn't ask. I'll tell you all later. And you and still didn't, didn't have anybody look at it. You know we what? looked at it, but it's okay. You know what she bought? She probably bought a Chevy love truck. No. <laughs> Hopefully it's a Dodge. It's a Ford. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, oh, somebody help this girl. <laughs> Please help that girl. I drive a Ford. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we'll teach her someday. We'll teach her the right exactly. way. At least my C10 is a Chevy, and it's beautiful, and it's taken care of. And and why was it not at the C10 show this weekend? I was in Charleston, Larry. Ooh, Larry. Ooh, that sounded Larry. so like your daughter Larry. right there, Larry. And why were you in Charleston? I was at a book event. Helping my mother. Uh, that that sounds you're, very you're, innocent. Book event. Did you just say the author? <laughs> yeah, the author. Al, I think you need to go take a nap. <laughs> you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, so does the writer. This, How's does that? Yes. Does this make you a bookie? No. <laughs> How much can we bet on what's what's playing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, but how many how many 
volumes her mother sells at the particular <laughs> event in Charleston. Volumes? Volumes, yes. Yes. Volumes of the book. You of the book. Tell, you can tell Larry that's or a novel. Or is it a novel? It's yeah, a you novel. Can, you, know, you know what, though? You are the only person that knows that I got an Horry County Library card. Yeah, that's true. They still make those? I got yes. one. I have to put it up on Facebook. It'll it'll ah. increase my stature. How much was that, Larry? I was with you, but I don't remember. I, I, I made a donation. I don't even remember. You know, reading is fundamental. And we Let's have it in the back there. Don't, please don't make that public. They they might come and, you know, want you to take a little vacation in a, a nice rubbery room. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, he that uses might it, serve him well. He uses it to rent VHS tapes. <laughs> you know what? Right about now... I'll take you on that little white wagon in the white room. You know? Some days it does sound like a vacation, too, doesn't it? I, I, that sounds you know, great right now. I don't get the concept. I tell people all the time, vacation, where someone pays you not to go to work. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about that. Yeah, Can you, I know. I mean, who, who in their right mind would say, uh, hey, Michael, uh, don't come to work for two weeks. Don't worry, we'll pay you when you come. And your job's not in jeopardy. What? Yeah, bye. Would you go? Sabbaticals. How about if you Schwab did that. When I worked at Charles Schwab, they had sabbaticals. Every five years, you got two weeks off. Every wow. five Great. years. How about if you lived in Every Europe? Five Every five That's years? five years. That's what he said. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, if you were in Australia and you got your 12 weeks after five years, I mean, what would you do? Come I to America. I having 12 weeks of vacation. That'd be crazy. No, it'd be... Oh, I could. I yeah well you have, wow. you have to have money for you. Right? Barbara's earned it. <laughs> I definitely could see that. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Well, let me say this again. RV. Once again, uh, hitting the 1.9 billion dollar lottery, of which you only get 760 million. Um, I was going to tell I was going to tell Bill Stevens I would buy him another RV, but Shirlene has her eyes on. She wants any RV that's nicer than Mark Martin's. So if anybody out there wants to look up a nice RV, go look up Mark Mark Martin's RV. I'm no. sure it's a, a nice Prevost or something. No, it's a Newell. Like it's Why a Newell. Hold oh, on, okay. hold on, hold on. Why don't you go on Racing Junk? Go look at Toter Homes, Motor Homes. Toter Homes? Ow. We got the best. You know, Al's here's, always throwing Racing here's, Junk in here's, there. Here's, yeah. here's what you probably would need to go to and pray that I don't hit. The, the lottery. No, because I'll send you one of my dealers who no, has, who has no, what no, you no, want no, on no, the no, lot no, right this now. This is this is we're not thinking clearly here, Al. You don't know me that well. I will buy racing junk. <laughs> well, uh, then, then you're going to really be Mr. Racing Junk. I'll bet you in a leverage buyout, seven hundred and sixty million dollars will go a long way. Isn't that what they get Al, after the Powerball? We, we have now, uh, Barbara. We have now found. The person who has the most closest and competitive job to Al saying he's got the greatest job on earth. Now he don't. We just had Bill Stevens on, the guy that does the Meekum auctions and drag racing and stuff like that. He's got the greatest job on earth. So, hey, speaking of $760 million, Barb, can you process my weekly payment for me, please? Yes, sir, I certainly Thank can. Thank you. You're not a problem. Since you asked so nicely. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like that sounds like bookmaking right here on the radio. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, it's booking my cube. Well, Barbara, we're going to let you step closer to owning. We're going to let you get back to serious work. We know there's a charger up there on Highway Nine. Phone number, Michael. Oh, oh no. go ahead. I don't have it. Eight four three. Eight four three. 
That's right. Go up there and tell them you heard about the car on In the Pits. Okay? That's right. All right, Barb. Say hello to everybody. Okay? I will, guys. Have a good one. All right, Bye. You too. Barbara calls in, of course, on the Hot Rod Hotline with What's Hot on the Lot, and we'll be right back after these words. Got a cracked windshield? I can't believe this. Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, relax. Relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Hi, I'm Rick from Merle's Inlet Seafood. If you're looking for some alternative proteins to chicken, pork, and beef, you really do need to come see us because we have those alternatives and they are so much better for you. We have seven sizes of shrimp from medium to colossal, including three sizes of peeled and deveined and three sizes of fresh local. We pride ourselves on having the very best chemical-free dry scallops delivered three times a week and our oysters are all from cooler waters like Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, and Long Island. Our fresh fish selection is unequaled anywhere. We have numerous species of fresh local fish, as well as cod and haddock from New England, halibut from Alaska, salmon from Scotland, and sashimi-grade tuna from Hawaii, all flown in to offer you superb quality. Our famous line of homemade gourmet items will shorten your time in the kitchen and are guaranteed to make your belly smile. All of this and more at Merle's Inlet Seafood in the seafood capital of South Carolina. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Now, if you're selling your home and you don't have a real estate agent with a proven system for attracting buyers and marketing budget to back it up, well, it can take a lot longer than you think to get the right offer to sell your home. That's why I only recommend one real estate agent right here in town. I'm talking about Blake Sloan of Sloan Realty Group. Now, he services the entire Myrtle Beach area attracts hundreds of buyers every week, and sells a home on average every 24 hours. Now, his marketing is on a whole different level. He not only has the options to get your home sold on time with cash, he brings you options and marketing that other agents don't offer. Now, for decades, he has helped thousands of families just like yours consistently turn challenging situations into five-star reviews, get the option that is right for you and the marketing plan that will make it happen, Call Blake Sloan today at 808-SOLD. That's 808-SOLD or online at blakesloan.com. That's blakesloan.com. And you can start packing. Hey, welcome back, race fans. You know, I've just come to the conclusion that this either this building or this board or this desk is not level because if i start with my microphone over here 
it winds up over there. Yeah. I mean, like, all by itself. Actually, Larry, that's your head. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been told that before. <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> hey, got to sit there and thank uh, Streetcar Restorations up in the Calabash area of North Carolina for coming on and being another dedicated sponsor to the ATA event November the 11th up at the ATA Academy in Conway, where we're going to open this show up to every single type of car, vehicle, what have you. Uh, a lot of great sponsors coming up on that, and we'll uh, be making some more announcements here shortly. Thanks to Joe Gorseski and all the uh, people up at that school, the administration's even behind it as well. So, anyway, uh, let's talk about the Roval. I have to. No, you know what? I I I, I hated it. I called I, a, up. I called a race with Craig Murto at the Roval 15 years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Stock car championship series. Lenny Dalton and Dan Fight owned this series that went around with what were GT1 SCCA cars, which were basically late models, and would race on road courses, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we uh, got uh, asked to go down there and MC the event and call the event at Charlotte on what was the Roval back then. It almost looks exactly like it did then. And then we had Chris, just not near as wide. We had Chris Economaki in the booth with us that day. That made it just one of those incredible oh, yeah. days. But uh, um, you know, it's it's a tight course. I think I think being that tight is what makes it interesting. I was not a fan of it. But I'll be honest with you, I did not move away from the couch that entire last hundred laps. It was I, awesome. I didn't either, but it was partly because I was asleep for eighty of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. Yeah, I was NASCAR napping professional, Mike Neff. That was, ugh. Yeah, you and then like they're it? bringing it back next year. I was so excited that it was going to go away, and we're going back to the oval, and then they're bringing the oval back. I, really I don't know. Heart. A lot of people have a lot of mixed emotions. I was listening to, we'll just refer to it as the channel uh, yesterday and okay. today. And uh, a lot of people calling into the channel uh, with mixed opinions about it. But uh, Larry McReynolds sat there and thought that it actually served a purpose. They, he actually came out and said it was better than California. It was better than Coda. It was better than... Uh, course indy and even better than I would Watkins say, Glen. i would say better than coda i yeah i mean indy's terrible which is why it's going away right i wouldn't say it was better than watkins Glen. i i like to watch i would love I'll to take see, watkins Glen. i would love to yeah. see nascar race the whole Glen. why they don't do the boot i i just i we need to get that guy in a room put a gun to his head until he signs the agreement and says we're gonna race the boot <laughs> It's the dumbest thing in the, the world that we uh, don't race the boot. The opinions well, of excessive. in the pits and some of the pit crew doesn't necessarily reflect uh, normalcy. It is, okay? <laughs> yeah. It is the second shortest race on the schedule, distance and time wise. Yes. I. You know there's what? There's no reason it gives you at least two, if not three, more passing opportunities. They know how to run these new cars clean. Yeah. I you mean, it, it was different in the, in the day when you had four guys that were potentially going to win the race. Well, also now when you had, anybody in the field can win this race. When except you had, Austin Dillon. When you had taxi cabs and they would go around the corner and just start slipping and sliding all over the place. So yeah, I, I do I do think if I might say so, uh, as a 
semi-professional opinion. The NASCAR Cup racing is as good as it's ever been, in my opinion, because there's 15 to 18 guys that can win that race every week. And you're going to see it shift again during the off season, with the shift of some of these drivers going here, there, and everywhere. And I, what, do you, yep. what do you think about Haley Deegan getting a, a promotion to go run Xfinity at Ford? You know, and, and I, I don't think so. How, how did explain to me how she earned that? I think it was the last name that did it. Thank you. Okay. I was yes. going to say either that. Or she's also, a the gender. Yeah, she's a female. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I don't want to get there, but I mean, her dad is a yeah, he's a prolific racer. Absolutely. You know? um, and they're bringing money. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I mean, that works. isn't it interesting? But back just, five years ago, Michael, we didn't talk about the money factor involved in sponsorship and the quality of your ride. Today, all they talk about is the percentage of talent. And the percentage of money that you bring. Yeah. I mean, they come right out and say, well, he may not be the most talented driver in the world, but his dad's got deep pockets. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'm like, what the hell kind of conversation is that? Perfectly clean example. A very dear friend of mine who is a driver in the Cup Series. A few years back, Mr. Brian Scott decided he was going to leave Richard Petty Motorsports. The seat was open. I said, hey, did you uh, check in with him? He said, yeah. I said, what, you know, what's the deal? What do they want? He said, they want $4.7 million. He said, if I bring $4.7 million, it's my seat. Otherwise, I got no shot. And it didn't matter if he'd won a race, if he'd won 20 races. You know, there's there's a lack of balance in this series, okay? Because you can get a backmarker driver who's got some really decent talent, but he's never going to get that A motor in this team because he doesn't bring enough money. Right. Okay, yeah. and the vice versa is true as well. You know, somebody brings a lot of money. I never thought William Byron really had the talent that apparently he does because he shows well now. Now, but I don't know if now, he's getting the A motor. And I and I've had that discussion with you before because I've been a Byron fan for a long time. Yeah, because mm. of the summer shootout at Charlotte, because there was a year there. I want to say maybe eight nine years ago where Daniel Hemrick owned the summer shootout. I mean, if you, you raced the pro race, you were racing to finish behind Daniel Hemrick. That simple. I remember. Yep. He had three races that year that he did not win. One of them he broke. The other two, William Byron, outran him heads up. He was the only driver to beat him straight up without him. I know, but him if you look at Chris Buescher and Tyler Reddick and even Chastain, who seems to have simmered to a – I, I'm honestly yeah. a little worried about that. I, I feel well, like I, I agree. Rick Hendrick coming down on him changed his perspective a little bit, and he's kind of lost the edge a little. He's calmed down a yeah. lot, and I don't think that's good for the way he races. Well, and uh, people like him for his aggressiveness, and uh, it's gone. You can be a calm race car driver, be very thorough, very, very. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for right now, like a Kyle Larson. Where you're like a machine, okay? Right. Different. You know, Chastain didn't have that much talent in comparison to Kyle Larson. But he had a lot of gumption. He sure did. Yep. Yes. He put it in there. And all of a sudden now, he's running mid-pack. Yeah. You know? I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. And to be fair, Suarez isn't really running that much further ahead of him either. No. I mean, no so offense. I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily the drivers that, that maybe track houses. 
not necessarily lost a step as much as other teams have all gained a step, I think. Correct. Has anyone moved into the one car for next year? Has that been talked about? Not that I know of. Okay. Is Chastain out of the one car? He's going to be in the four next year. Oh. Well, that makes sense. So I'm... No. Yeah. Oh, no. Then, what, then where is he going? Josh Berry's driving a Ford. Ford that's year. what I thought. Where the heck is Chastain going then? I didn't think he was going anywhere. That's why I was. Yeah, I thought he was sticking with positive. the one. Okay. We have, uh, I will Josh, find out. But Josh Berry's in the four next year. That I am positive of. Yeah. I mean, you know. One, seven, six, eight. I don't care. Yeah, we, we actually get the picket. We're going to Las Vegas this weekend. And my pick. Do they use numbers in NHRA? No. Yes. Well, they do. It's division numbers from yeah. where you come out of. So yeah, it's, it's one basically three, your seven, ranking. Eight if you're from Europe. Read that. Yep, it's your ranking. But I think now you can buy your numbers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Some guys even have a letter next to it, which is kind of strange. Yeah. But that's how you're able to tell. Yeah, I mean, remember the days. Well, so he's got when you Bush s- Light as a sponsor. And I so thought that you, was the when you got car. your your mom's so white house racing. Shoe polish. So yes. And even yes. if you oh. weren't racing, you put it up in the upper right hand corner. <laughs> you know. So you know, I would run D stock automatic, so my car would say D S D slash S A. And then some of these other buttheads in my community would put, you know, double A slash F C, you know, on their mom's wagon. <laughs> so, anyway, in the pits, power by racing have to take our last break of the day. Got a cracked windshield? I can't believe this. Showtime Glass has your back. You choose who replaces your windshield. Don't let your insurance company decide what's best for them. Windshield repairs and replacements are mandated by law as an essential service. Family owned, safe, and local. Showtime Glass has the best technicians, uses up-to-the-minute COVID-19 safety procedures, and separates appointments. Stay safe and get the best quality windshield replacement and fast in just 30 minutes. Plus, every insured windshield replacement comes with free windshield wipers, free tint strips, and rock chip repair. Call now for our free promotions. While you wait, Relax, surf the net, or entertain the kiddos. Showtime Glass has nine arcade machines, pool table, darts, two Xboxes, complimentary snacks, coffee, ice cream, drinks, and free Wi-Fi. Even a quiet and private family lounge, complete diaper changing tables, even diapers. Call today at 843-212-6511. That's 843-212-6511. Or online at showtimeglass.us. That's showtimeglass.us. Stay connected with Ori Electric Cooperative on any device 24-7 with a cell phone number listed on your account you can receive important text alerts about holiday closings or storm related information you will be automatically enrolled in ori electric's outage text program my outage to report power outages and request status updates once enrolled if you experience an outage text the word out to 1-844-369-2767 have an email address listed on your account and we'll send you the current word monthly newsletter program promotions and important announcements to keep you in the loop to add or Update your contact information, email service at orielectric.com or call 843-369-2211. We're throwing in a bonus. Any member who has a cell phone number and email address listed on their account will be automatically entered into a prize drawing for a chance to win one of five $50 electric bill credits. We are Ori Electric Cooperative, your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Ori Electric Cooperative Incorporated is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Looking for free live music? 
The Deck at the House of Blues has free live music every night starting at 7 p.m. Happy hour starts at 6. You'll be blown away by the local talent, dancing, drink specials, and delicious food from the House of Blues restaurant and bar all on the Deck at the House of Blues. This weekend, enjoy the Paul Grimshaw Band Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night live on the Deck at the House of Blues at 7 p.m. Visit houseofblues.com slash Myrtle Beach for more information. Hey, welcome back, race fans. In the pits, powered by Racing Junk, Rick Roberts at the board. You can listen to him on 104.1 every day, whether you want to or not. Just turn it on. You know, Whether we, you're sane or insane. Yeah, picked up Streetcar Restoration as one of our sponsors up there at the ATA event on November 11th as well as, let's see, we've got FBK, we've got Coastal Speed, uh Riverside Auto Sales. Riverside Auto, Sinorama. We got uh, Showtime Glass. Uh, we're still looking for a couple more. We got plenty of room there and uh, still waiting for no that. No big fish? Uh, the big fish is like, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'll give you this and this and this and this, but you're wasting time because it's a month from tomorrow. So, uh, anyway, that's going to be an interesting event. It is Brung Awachia. What you run. Brung you know? what you run. Yeah, run run what you brung. I mean, it's uh, open show, two wheels, three wheels, six wheels. We don't care. I got a guy that says he's going to bring an Army personnel carrier. I'd love to get that guy from Polly's to bring the IZ out. Yeah. yeah did you cool. ever watch that Top Gear episode where they took the IZ and uh, uh, what's-his-face had fallen asleep in it and they moved it into the corner of a building and just shoved it up against the wall? Because you know how you get out oh, of an yeah, Isetta, you, right. you have to open up the front windshield, yeah. okay? And uh, yeah, it was that that was pretty funny because he couldn't get out. There was no way of getting out. So, we had a young lady in college that had a Fiat X19. Yeah, good car. Uh, was dating one of our fraternity brothers, and she her claim was she never spent the night in the fraternity house. So she'd always get up at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning and leave before anybody else got up so that she didn't spend the night. We took care of that. We got about nine of us and picked her car up and carried it into the dining room. Left nice. Left sitting in the dining room. And then uh, we were all sitting there eating breakfast as we heard the, the door to the stairwell open and the steps come down and the door closed as it went outside and then opened back up and steps going upstairs and then come back down and then looked over and sure enough here comes his head looking out into the dining room and she's like that's funny yeah, there's it was, a it was car classic. in the dining room yeah it's the next one night it's yeah they're very half small the cars. size of this room i mean it's oh we, uh, okay and we all picked it up and carried we, it into the dining room we okay. were at summit point liquors one time going to pick up beer because the town of ocean city new jersey was dry so this butthead comes in with the sunbeam bug eye Right, mm-hmm. this little car, and we said, "Hey, man, you can't park there." We're, he said, "I'm only going in for a minute." Well, that turned into five minutes. So there was like ten of us in a couple different cars. We were all wrestlers. We picked up the car and we put it in the middle of the circle. <laughs> and, I like that. And then somebody else dislo- disengaged the red wire to the ignition. So well, I'm sure good. he had some problems. But uh, 
Anyway, all right. So, so we're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas. I, I'm I'm surprised they didn't finagle something to where they would run the F1 course before F1 did. Thank well, God they didn't do that. No, that's okay. That's that's an interesting track. We got this much done. Did you see they took out the volcano in front of the Mirage? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, they need and more they, room. They may not put it back. Oh. They also they, have some they, sphere out there now. That you yeah, that sphere oh, that thing, thing is weird. Awesome. awesome. It does look awesome. So, Al, I can't you, wait to go back and you're see You're going it. to Vegas. I'll be in Vegas to see her. I'll see you That's right. So take make pictures. sure you take pictures. Yep. Lots all of All right. Them. So let's go to uh, Rick first. We'll give you the unfair advantage. Ha. Huh. Unfair advantage. Yes, you can go first. You've got the whole field. I am going to pick Bowman. No kidding. I, do you sleep in a Bowman shirt? No, I, I have not picked Bowman in the, a while. You were on the Bowman he, bandwagon. He, he no. Anybody on this show. Who did I pick last week? I'm Larson. More than anybody on this show, you're on the Bowman bandwagon. Yeah, he probably hasn't accounted Allen. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he'll eventually pull one out. All it's right, like so the lottery. Fe- Come on. Phoenix eventually. Is when, Phoenix is when you want to pick Bowman to pull one out. Go, go ahead. We'll, we'll give it to Al. Larson. Al takes the fiver. Dang it, Al. Boy, he had a bad race last <laughs> Yeah, see, that's what happens when you crack on me, Mike. Then they, somebody takes your pick. All right, so go ahead there, Mikey. Go ahead. Busher. Darn it. <laughs> that's who what, I was what picking. What number's Busher? 17. 17. Yeah. Okay, Krista, you got your numbers. Kyle. My Kyle. See, you you do you do realize that I could actually get Bowman's uh, uh one of his pit crew on the air if we wanted him. Oh, now he uh, says okay. this. two and a <laughs> half years we've been on air. I, I didn't know that you that, would want him, but I can. Can we discuss the fact that I've had Kyle Bush's crew chief on this show? I don't want to talk about Several it. Several times. Thank you very much. I don't want to talk about it. All right, so this leaves it up to me. I'm so mad. <laughs> mm, this is a regular standard grind NASCAR track. Al, Take Elliot. Mile and a half. No, I'm not doing no. Elliot. No. <laughs> Thank tire, goodness it's not a robot. I'd, I'd, I'd rather do. Tire uh, fall off does. Corey, about Bill Elliott. I'd rather call Corey really? LeJoy. But, um, I love Easy. Him. Let's not knock Billy Elliott. He was good in his day. Because his true. car was too skinny. So who took Busher? I did. Mike. Travis Tritt. No. <laughs> uh, that that he'll be playing in Florence tonight. You know what? Oh. Just because I don't want him to win, I'm taking Bowman. Twenty-four. Took Bowman, I took Bowman. He You're Bowman. talking Byron. Go ahead. I mean, I'm taking Byron. There Byron and Bowman. That's They're sorry. interchangeable. I figure you were going to say sorry. Bubba. No, 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 no way. No. Bubba. I mean, Bubba needs a win, but I don't, I don't think, think Bubba's good at Las now. Vegas. Nope. Nope. I honestly want to see Kyle Busch win the last four races just to be. I like, would love that. <laughs> be like so, you know, we're going to have to start talking. Pull that thing I, out. I, I'll, be, I'll be frank with you. I was not a fan of this segment racing championship rundown when it first came out, and uh, I figured it was a bunch of horse hockey. You know, it is. he who Forget, runs the fastest wins the most. Hold on. Forget the segments. Most. Let it just be a real race, start to finish. No, he's talking about the the, 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 the whole, playoffs where the you run three play. races know, the and then you drop people the and then you run three. In, in general, I, I hate think stages. that's horrible. Stage. Cautions. I don't think it's horrible. I think I think the caution flag at the end of each one is horrible. Yeah. I, I like Let that they go. award the points. I don't like that. They I see that being. Stop the thing. I, I see that being obsolete soon. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I I just. Soon. Although, then again, they brought it back for the roll. Eh, yeah. Well, whatever. We'll see what happens. We so, always do. I would love to go to Martinsville. But I have another obligation that weekend. So, mm. shucks. Um, Darn. Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, 
sucks getting to be close an adult. to the end of racing season. Uh, drag racing There's is never an almost end of over. Season? Well, I mean, as far as actual track experiences, there is. So, well, my phone is over here, man, going Wish freaking out. We could out. get the folks that are the current owners of Rockingham to bring back the polar bear. That was an experience. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Cool, yeah. Street stocks a mile and a third. Man, going past Rockingham last week while we were there, over there drag racing and having been in there for the uh, drag week, I mean uh, for, um, yeah, the Hot Rod Power Tour, man, that place is cool as heck. Middle of nowhere. You know, I'll tell you one thing about those tracks. Ain't nobody going to push them around. Dar- I don't see Darlington closing down for any other political reason. I don't see Rockingham closing down, North Wilkes-Barre, any of those tracks. So they were well thought out, well built, and in the right spots. That's my say, and I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a really long time before Rockingham develops enough to where it will encroach on the racetrack. That's true. You know, I want to thank everybody that stopped by our booth last Saturday over at uh, Cruising the Beach um, because uh, it's nice to know people listen. Absolutely. You know, it's seriously. Very, it's very know? cool. I did not get people. punched, kicked, kneed in the uh, you-know-whats or I, nothing. So. I did. Aw, Everybody day. came over wanted to know where Al was. I was taking pictures. He was out taking pictures. He was over there trying to sell his freaking car. No, not really. I only seen him doing that twice. He was out, He's like Mr. Shutterbug when he gets up there. You know what I'm saying? He goes, has to go out, take pictures, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'll tell you what. One thing I want to warn everybody about, we're having too many accidents here. Of course, there were hot rodders and bike motorcycles in, but these were young local people dying in wrecks. How stupid do you want to be? So on behalf of Rick Roberts running the board, Chris and Nicole, Mike Neff, Big Al Liebman, Larryo saying, buckle up, we want you back next week. Pull your shoots. Keep the green flag flying. In the Pits Racing Radio is a registered and copyrighted trademark. In the Pits Racing Radio is an In the Pits Media production, all rights reserved. Cyber producer is Michael Schladen. Social media coordinator, Shirlene Reif. Web development by Covering You. Media consultant, Zeus Digital, in coordination with Fifth Gear Productions. See you next week in the Pits.